Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am the male commentator, as I have been referred to in this podcast a lot. I do have a name. For those it's Brandon. Who don't know, which just shows us even more that now our podcast is at the point that we need to have like the cheesy intro that's like, yep. this is Brandon. This is Heidi. We're a husband yeah. and a wife discussing biblical things. Whatever. This podcast has gone through, um, and if you're new to it, this, this hello podcast. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. We kind of um, have been growing and changing and, and just kind of The ministry really it. has. Just across the board, the ministry has been growing and changing in great ways. It is. And, and I think now I think the Lord is rounding us out to where we need to be and, and kind of just placing us for what things need to be. So yeah, um, we're, we're, we're just getting kind of there. But we have noticed that this is time to do those cheesy intros so i'm not going to do it completely today but i I will i think it's because we keep trying to avoid having to do it because that was your number one when we start when i forced you to start the podcast so you're like i'm not doing that but now more and more we see because of comments we get because i'm your lady friend or it's my podcast and you're the male commentator whatever it may be that it's like okay i think we need to address so there's a couple different podcasts that we do we'll do ones where we'll have conversations about different things churchy and, and everything on this podcast has to do um, with church looking at some things way. from a biblical lens yeah yeah, some way or another um so i we either do i either do more teaching focused podcasts or yeah. we do more just conversation, conversation focusing focused podcasts kind of yeah. like uh wretched radio todd friel he mm-hmm. does uh daily podcasts um but he does like teachings in them not i'm not recommending him i'm just comparing an example exact for an example um what he does so more focus like that so you know it's it's interesting what pe- different people expect well, and come different on. we people just had think. a podcast go up titled uh the pre-enchilada podcast right so yeah it's kind of random <laughs> so sometimes it's like we we have your we have our good friends and your associate pastor sometimes we have right. them over and we're just talking and going through things but then we have things like theology refs you know where you guys were sitting down and giving a pastoral breakdown of Stephen Furtick, you know what I mean? And like going through stuff. So it really can be a wide range of things, right? Because there's just a lot in life to discuss, but. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway, that's, that's where we are at this point. I, for a, for a lack of a better term, pastor. And the reason why I say for lack of a better term is I just don't like the title. It's a title that was, was given that it wasn't necessarily one that I pursue. So that's why, uh, I definitely say that. Anyway, I, I, that, so my, my podcasts are always going to come from uh, that perspective. That's just that's what I do. So that's always going to be what they come from. Now, sometimes we do some opinionated ones. And uh, those, you know, I, I try definitely separate my opinion from from anything else, you know, um, when we do those, because we inevitably we end up talking about issues. And, you know, sometimes I will separate my opinion out from from whatever the topic might be. And, uh, you know, I, I make sure and say that every single time. But other than that, I mean, it's it's all looking at everything through a biblical lens. So getting into today, 
in talking about this. This is something that I, I initially was going to do kind of like, oh, a fun, let's read, you know, mean, stupid YouTube comments or, or podcast comments, emails, whatever that we've gotten and, and just do kind of a fun one. But today they just kept kind of piling on and there was a couple of them that just got me really to think. And, and recently the podcast that we did about Ravi Zacharias uh, that I did, I think I've done like two of them now or three or something like that. But this most recent one um, about the allegations and I think the title yeah, of it was, guilty? is he guilty? Yeah. Um, the comment section in that is just it's it's filled it's been with a interesting lot of interesting for a while. Yeah, there's it is. a lot it's, in there. For there's you guys a to look lot in there and do. it's um there's some very good comments in there. There's some comments that I'm like, ooh, I don't you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. There's some that I don't understand at all. <laughs> that um, happens quite often. <laughs> sometimes I don't understand what, YouTube what is somebody quite is saying. The, the um, great resource for that. It, you know, and I, I mean, it's not making me making fun of somebody. It's sometimes, you know, people don't communicate well online. I know I don't always. So it's not something that um, it's not something that, that that's the case. But that there's just some of them. I'm like, OK, so what's your po I, I don't understand what you're saying. Um, but then there's there's just a huge, huge problem um, with these that I, I really wanted to make sure to address and clarify. So hopefully we have some of those um, people that wrote some of these kind of just ridiculous comments. Hopefully they, they understand that um, this is something called what, what you're doing. And, and I'm using a, a chart today from, a, from a, another brother. Uh, named Spencer Smith. He's a pastor. He has his own YouTube channel. Um, I don't know him personally, uh, but I really enjoy a lot of his his work that he does. And uh, he he has a video that he does about this neo evangelicalism. Okay, what all all simply what that is is this new evangelicalism, this new evangelical movement. And a lot of times people are in a movement and they don't even understand it. Okay, they, they just keep repeating these, these things that are, that are just part of this movement. And, and you can identify these things that they keep saying as, as uh, you know, red flags for this movement. And, because and, it's all and that this, heritage theology this, that we just keep right. spitting out. And, I can't give you scripture. I can't back it up. Like, I can't discuss it. It just keeps spewing out, you know, the same thing over and over and over again. And for, uh, for another word, for another word to, ex you know, explain it would be, uh, for listeners, the American gospel. Um, we've, there's been a lot of different, uh, terms and things that we've thrown at this, but I, I think the, the larger term is, is what we would call a knee neo evangelical. And what, what that is, is that's your, that's your solid, Christian, okay, that's uh, your perceived solid Christian. This is your, um, you know, Billy Graham's, your, you know, all of our forefathers, <laughs> you know, all of who clearly uh, were just yeah, the for clearly were just yeah, Christians. Yeah, um, this is your Franklin Graham's, you know, the, this is all the big you names would, that you just people know. that you would perceive yeah. and you would go, okay, well, these people aren't, aren't, you know, uh, Jehovah witness or they're not Mormon or they're not, 
Buddhists or Muslim or, you know, these are solid evangelical Christians is what the world or people, even the church, uh, largely knows them as. But the problem is, is they're not, they're not, uh, this term is, the uh, neo-evangelical is, is really what they are. Because this neo-evangelical movement is this, God is love. There is, there's judge not. Uh, that's why I said using a little bit of help here from Spencer Smith. He's got a, he's got a chart of five different famous red flags for this in, in, in the translation of what they mean. But the first five, it's, it's number one, he says, judge not. Number two, just pray for them. Number three, we are all sinners. Number four, God is love. And number five, you have a bad spirit. So these are these five just comments back that you will get out of this movement from people. These are just dead ringers for this, this movement or this idea, this whatever you want to call it. And that is exactly what has happened all throughout the the comment section here because i'm gonna read a couple of these and it was interesting that we were going to um podcast on this anyway and we just got one a comment recently and real quick before you dive into this just a little recap for any of you who don't know what the ravi zachariah i was gonna just go into that yeah i was just gonna go into that real quick because that was gonna be part of it because the first thing that that I'm going to get, and I'm going to address a couple of these individually, but the first thing, of course, the the throughout the whole thing is, don't judge him. You're just as bad as a sinner. This, you know, all these all these things that that keep like how dare coming you say back. These like how dare you say these and things now to stand up and say this against a man of God? You know, like what is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, so. Those are that's the, that's the common attitude, and and this one that I'll address specifically was like it's this is all they're doing is judging. Um, here's the problem, okay, and the reason why I did the Ravi Zacharias podcast obviously is you, you, part of the neo evangelical or this American gospel again, whatever you want to call it, movement. Um, that that wants to to do these things and to say these things that you know they and it's this free grace you know God is gives him grace and how dare you ever you know even say anything. Here's the problem, okay. Um, you know somebody even brought up, um, uh, you know forgiving the um, you know the prostitute and and all these things and. I'm like, okay, but he dealt with the sin first. Go and sin Go no and more. Go and sin no more. <laughs> like, you know, this is, we, we deal with the sin first, just like the woman at the well. Um, I saw that uh, horribly abused the other day, but that's a different podcast. But the woman at the well, the, the reason why she ran away and went to her husband is because Jesus told her to go, or her, the, the man that was not her husband, Jesus told to her to go and get him, to go deal with this sin first and then come back. 
that was the idea of this. Okay, so many people have got me wrong on this whole thing. Um, before, before I go into this, first I said, never said that I believe that Ravi was, was awayed, you know, in, in the place of the dead. Never have said that. Uh, I, I never said that he's not in the presence of the Lord. I said, I don't know. I pray that he is in the presence of the Lord, but I don't know. That's not a judgment. Okay. I mean, that, that that's not. And I said, I am not condemning the man. I don't know. Um, but the only thing here is, and I've been saying all along, is we only have, I believe we only have one hope in this, and I'll make that point at the end. But if for anybody that, don't, that doesn't know, uh, in, in 2017, these allegations surfaced, surfaced from this lady uh, about Ravi Zacharias, okay? So it's been something that's that's uh, been in, in the media and in the news since 2017. And this is when I had first heard about it too. And this is when I ended up uh, tracking the case because Ravi was somebody that um, I appreciated. I wasn't, you know, a super huge fan, as I said in the beginning or in the first episode, but it was somebody that I appreciated and it wasn't something that I wanted to hear. It wasn't any judgment that I wanted to make, but I'm going, you know what, I'm going to have to follow this closely because, you know, this is something that I do and this is something that um, I've recommended him before in, in different videos and in, in speaking of the Trinity and, and different things of this nature. And, um, you know, I, you know I, I'm going, okay, well, what am I going to have to do now? If these are indeed true... Um, this is something that needs to be, I, we need, we all need to stop and look at and, and, and deal with it here. I don't need to judge the man, but it needs to be dealt with, especially from, um, you know, a position that you have a platform and I have influence over people. I teach people whether or not, uh, you're listening this, this, to this podcast to be taught or to have an opinion or to argue or to whatever reason you might be. I mean, that doesn't matter. The still, the fact of the matter is people learn. And so that means that I am teaching. And so in that way, it's something that I have to, or with that, I have to look and pay attention to these things. So these are, this is something that I followed since then. And it was, of course, he denied it. Um, it, it, you know, came out to be a huge uh, thing in the, the media and, you know, he made videos about it and all these different things. And finally, afterwards, they, they ended up settling out of court beforehand, which, you know, whatever. And this is all, if you go on to rzim.org, this yeah, is, this information website, is all there. on there. Okay. This isn't, this isn't an attack website. This isn't an attack or anything like this. This is his own website that all of this information uh, is on okay so his own ministry put out a statement before these newer allegations claiming that he denied these allegations all the way to the point of his death now he it said he says that the only thing that he had admitted to is said okay well i I should have not been talking to a woman other than my wife, but I didn't admit any, 
he he's the, the problem is is he denied the sexual allegation part of it and in in he came out publicly and said this people pointed out and i said in the first podcast no i don't know what he confessed to his wife to the lord to whatever on his deathbed i said that obviously i don't I know how much student. more clear I need to make it for people that listen. And this just proves that people don't listen. They just hear what they want to hear and they make opinions and they get angry and they let, you know, they have these, these deaf feelings. Let's just name it. Deaf feelings is what they are is because they're not hearing what I'm saying. They're being deaf and they're just being hurt. And it's like that, you know, no, I I don't. uh, How would I ever know that? I and I said that I pray for that. I pray that before his death, that that's the case. I pray that Ravi indeed was truly saved and a man of God. I again, I will, I will get to that. I don't. I think it's ridiculous. As, ridiculous of us to say that this man has salvation and it's you know there's never any kind of issue or you know there's there's no question um i I don't know that we should make this type of judgment i i pray that this is the case and i truly believe in my heart and out of the 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 good things that he did believe that he was a believer and i think i said that in the first podcast and you know i guess before i i I jump into this i believe if you even want my opinion out of it ravi just passed away from cancer that came back aggressive cancer that came back if you want my pastoral opinion on what I think or what I would I would read into that I would say that that's exactly what Paul is talking about in first Corinthians when he says that some of you are weak and ill and have even died because the Corinthians were making a mockery out of corporate worship in the last in the last Passover of Christ. I mean, they were making a mockery of communion. And Paul says, and and whether, you know, this is can be very debated in Christian circles, but it's it's very clear that if you truly have your salvation, you don't lose it. That doesn't mean that you're free from sinning. And again, that's what I said with Ravi is I pray that that's the case. It's confirmed that he did do these things. These are, these are confirmations from his own website and these are that have very come sinful, recently. Very serious, consistent sins. Not this is not a one-time one. thing. This yeah. is not anybody trying to 
trying to, you know, get something out of this. This is public information that the law firm that his very own ministry hired put out. Again, so bad that his ministry, before the investigation is even done, had to say, hey, this is true and we're sorry. That's exactly what they said. You go read it yourself. So that to me goes, wow, I'm not going to judge Ravi's salvation and say whether he, he's in the presence of the Lord or not. But what I will say, if you want an opinion, is I go, man, that, that makes me very suspicious and it makes me recalls to mind Paul's words. Because here's the problem. If you're truly saved like that, the Lord won't let you continue in unrepented sin. It, it, it will not happen. You will be taken out. We read about it in First John, the sin that leads to death. Some people think that that's, that ends in eternal judgment. I do not believe that. I believe that the sin that leads to death is a believer's sin. And that's exactly what John says. Because the Lord will judge us. The Lord will judge us believers. And that's a, why are you here? Why, why is this happening? This is, this is not, you know, this is not a, a, a fiery judgment. You are welcomed into the presence of the Lord. But your untimely earthly death is judgment. If you're going to ask me, it, it appears like a, an untimely earthy death might be judgment. And that's what I pray for. Therefore, I'm saying that I believe that Ravi is saved and I believe that he's in the presence of the Lord. That's, that's what I hope and I pray for. I, I, you know, and I, I think that's our best hope because worst case scenario is he was just a predator and a wolf. And that was the point of the first podcast is, is don't think that that can't happen. I'm not saying Ravi was that guy, but that can happen because Paul says clear as crystal in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 that Satan and his disciples disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Was there a time limit on that, Paul? Is that only for a certain part? No. It could happen many ways. He could have been a... I don't know this. Again, I don't know. But he could have been a predator and a wolf the whole time. I don't know. I don't suspect that that's the case, but I don't know. It could happen, though. If not Ravi, maybe the next scandal. The next guy. And that's where the warning comes in. See, there's a, there's a difference between being judgmental and being discerning. 
First John chapter four, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. There, there's, there's a huge difference in this. So that was the point of, of that going, man, be careful of this. Because this is how this comes into the, the, the church. And anybody that, this is part of, uh, you know, I, I, I guess we'll just roll into the comments. Because, you know, I, not knowing, but here's the problem with this. Let's read this more recent one. Okay. This one says, the relationship between Ravi and Jesus is personal. Amen. Never said it wasn't. No one will ever know what they talked about before his passing. Exactly my point of the first podcast. And for you who are condemning him, like you're so great without sin, we're all humans and we can sin, but also be forgiven. I pray for you that you judge in righteousness as the Bible commands. That's good. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that this comment is, is speaking to a couple of the comments which are very minimal. There's only two of them that state, Rabbi was a fraud. He died in his sins. Uh, he's a snake, and he's he went to hell. There's only like two of those. So I'm really not sure where that's that's coming from. But I mean, consider that's what I said in the podcast. That this is exactly it. Um, but we we can sin, but also be forgiven. Yes, but we, we can't keep acting like this doesn't matter. And that's what we, we always want to do. Somebody else commented, the day you say you will not fall, you will fall. Have mercy. We all are human. All about Jesus anyway. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sin doesn't matter. Being sexually immoral doesn't matter in the church. None of that matters. No, it's okay. It's all grace anyway. He'll, God will just forgive it, right? This is this neo-evangelicalism. <laughs> this is what we were talking about in the beginning. Number one, judge not. Just pray for them. We're all sinners. God is love. Okay. All of that is true. But all of that is out of context. Every single bit of it. Somebody quoted First uh, Corinthians fifteen. I'm going. Okay, let me. If you're gonna, if you're gonna quote First Corinthians, let's quote First Corinthians chapter five, starting in verse one. It's actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and of the kind that is not tolerated even among pagans, for a man has his father's wife. And you are arrogant. Ought you not rather to mourn? Let him who has done this be removed from you. Paul is saying, kick that person out of the church. Verse 3, for though absent in body, I am present in spirit. And as if present, I have already pronounced judgment on the one who did such a thing. 
When you are assembled in the name of the Lord Jesus and my spirit is present, the power of our Lord Jesus, you are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. The problem is, is I don't know if Ravi got that chance. Maybe it was him being given over to Satan, being given over to, to, to cancer for the destruction of the flesh that saved his spirit. I pray that that was the case. But we don't know. Look what Paul continues to say in verse 6. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little, little leaven leavens the whole lump? They were bragging about this sin. He was, this, he was bragging about this, this, this sin with his stepmom, which, yeah, that's pretty gross, but so is masturbating in front of your employees. Uh, verse 7, cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the leaven of unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexual immoral people. Not at all, meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters. Since then, you would need to go out of the world. But now, but now, I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name, anyone who bears the name of brother, of brother, if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed, or as an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. For what have I to do with judging outsiders? Listen to this. this the people haven't even got this far at this point. When we get to verse 12, I should have just started with this. And For I promise what? you, like, I listened to your whole podcast. I was kind of here when you did it, the original Ravi one. You were, like, you were the sweetest little kitty cat compared to everything that you just I read know. so far. Like, again, let's look biblically at, at what this. happened. Let's look at Verse 12, on. for what... Have I to do with judging outsiders? Listen carefully. Is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? But I thought it was judge not. Who are you to say anything? Let me read verse 12 again for the people in the back of the room. For For what have I to do with judging outsiders? Nothing. Is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? Believers. Paul means believers. I don't know how to make that any more simple. Those inside the church would be believing members of the church. So are you saying that there is a proper place and order to, as followers of Christ within the body, the church, to judge Others within the church that would be included, you know, pastors, congregants, right? Anyone who claims to be a believer. You're saying that there is a proper order and way in which we are called to judge them. Oh, yes, I, I am absolutely saying that. Just making believe sure it or not. super clear. Okay. Continue believe it or on. not. And then in verse 13, I'm I don't know. I'm just clarifying for those whose brains are exploding at the moment. In right? verse 13, God judges those outside. And then Paul just continues, purge the evil person from among you. Get them 
out. Okay, that's is that is that difficult how we how we treat that? I'm not saying what we should do with Ravi. So when it says get them out, what is but but if this is the these are the allegations the that that are true. The reason why I'm even doing this podcast is that yeah, we need to not Ravi anymore. Like I because I can only really pray for stuff, him at but. this point that it was not a false believer and he and he wasn't you know uh, I I don't know that and somebody tried to accuse me of saying that I'm making this judgment and I clearly don't like the man I you clearly don't know me so don't clearly put words in my mouth. Or you clearly didn't even listen to the whole podcast. Right, you know, which they didn't. And again, this is this this deaf feelings where people just feel things and they didn't. then they don't want to listen. No, I don't. I truly do pray for that. And I said at the end of the first podcast that I can't imagine heaven without Ravi Zacharias. I can't imagine with him not being there. So I just, I, I prayed for the fact that, that, this was not the case. Okay, but, uh, you know, uh, and that's the good part of it. What, whether what it was or not, you know, is, is not my judgment for speculation. And it's absolutely true that that's between him and the Lord. Because I don't know all of the details of what de- went down on his deathbed, but we have the very public things in, in either way. These things, these are, these are, horrible in biblically speaking this is not something that we just pass off like oh you're just a judger no do you not understand first corinthians 6 verses 18 through 20 verse 18 is flee from sexual immorality so paul says in verse 18 flee from sexual immorality Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Verse 19, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you? Whom you have from God, you are not your own. For you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. The problem, like I said in the first one, was looking at this in a a Matthew, you know, this is what people always want to throw at you, right? They always want to throw at you Matthew 7. They immediately want to go, Jesus said, judge not, judge not, Matthew 7, 1, judge not that you you be not judged. Okay, so taking the log that is in my eye out, which I've got a very large log, and that was the first thing that I said in the first podcast. I was an extremely sexually immoral person. Before I became a new creation, before I even knew what a new creation was. I grew up churchy, but I didn't understand what a new creation was. Okay, but before I became that new creation, I was an extremely sexually 
immoral person. Like, not like Ravi. I never preyed on people. Definitely embarrassed myself. Definitely grieved others. Definitely, like, just all kinds of things. But... I am far from the person that, that to to look at when we talk about the the topic the topic of sexual immorality to say that there's not something that God can't forgive there or that somebody's worse than the no I believe me I mean I I have no room to speak again not in a predator sense like that and that's what's even you know more disturbing about this that there is this predator nature to this and that's that really what disturbs me about the whole thing but taking all of that away i absolutely hate all of that sin as paul says in romans ashamed of these former things the things that end in death these are all things that are very, very, you know, shameful. And it's, I, I hate them. And to fall uh, back to an or, you know, old way or any kind of old habits like that is something that is something that I purposely try to keep far from me. Um, does it mean that I can't fall in, in certain ways? Absolutely not. It doesn't mean that, but, it mean, but I'm a new creation and I'm not going to fall in the same ways that I used to because something that has been made new doesn't go back to its, its old way of doing things. So, no, that doesn't mean I'm going to be without sin. That's a ridiculous statement. Um, but I'm certainly not going to be, um, you know, sexually immoral in the ways that I was, you know, before, whether that being, um, you know, well, whatever it was, <laughs> it, 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 all the things don't matter. Well, and but, the fact that you know what your, I mean, all of us know our sins that we struggle the most with, regardless of what they are, right? And so when you are a new creation, one thing that's like kind of that like dead giveaway item is you, as you are pursuing the Lord day in and day out, when there are the things that you know you are quick to succumb to, that is one thing that you will purposefully, in true repentance, avoid, be aware of, be cautious with, you know, all of that, right? Just like if we take an alcoholic, if someone is truly overcoming their addiction to alcohol, they're not going to hang out in bars. Right. They're not going to hang out. I mean, if they're smart, if they're truly overcoming, right? There's true repentance there. They're not going to be hanging out with their friends who are partying. They're not like, there's just certain things you're not going to do because I have fled from that, right? Flee from your sins. If you were a sexually immoral man, you're not going to go hang out at strip clubs because the buffet's a good deal. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or walk, yeah. I mean, not that anybody should do that, but just like as an example, right? Like exactly. you, you purposefully are not going to do those things. doesn't mean that you're perfect and you have no sin in your life, right? The Apostle Paul himself, every time I try to do good, right? I end up still doing bad. Yeah, yes, I we know. We have sinful flesh, but 
but, 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 but we don't live in that sin. That's a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, again, I've, I've talked before how I, I had a, um, you know, I've had many issues and I know situations that I don't put myself in anymore. And I, I think differently about, and, you know, now talking to women is something that I do on a daily basis from a completely professional standpoint and not one thought goes through my head about any of that. It's far from it. Like it, it's not there. I, I think it's funny and I snicker and I joke with jo- yeah, Heidi sometimes like I go, it's, it's funny now that, this is something that I do that like I how end funny up, how God got us how to this yeah point. it's funny yeah. how how God got us to this point where now I mean this is it's not exclusively women but it's largely I talk to a lot of women on a daily basis well and you look at Paul instructing Timothy right you treat the older women with the respect that you would your own mother absolutely and anyone younger with the respect sister. that you would your sister exactly right and I and love, so it is absolutely possible and I love every single member of my church every single female member of my church as such uh, but I, when I, have I think back of to sisters I have plenty of uh, mothers mothers and, yeah. and I have plenty you know a grandmother I have plenty of But when I think back to like little, you know, the early years of our marriage and the brothers, you know, like you just think of the typical workplace environment, right? Right. Like 20 years ago, you totally different story. Correct. Right. To now. And again, because that's the point is, is it true repentance? So, yes, once you uh, you have removed that log from your eye. So as a pastor now to speak out against another pastor who was doing this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. This is very serious and very important. And no, it's not being judgmental. It's not, you know, any of these things that, how dare you judge him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be stupid me? of me because I have plenty of people that could pop up and go, um, I know he has some allegations because I was a person that had some allegations with him. Like there's plenty of people that could, could say these things. So and if that would you be, were sitting here I was in sitting your here. own immorality, right? Exactly. If you were sitting here doing the same, not having removed your log out of your eye. Yes, of course. That would be a valid point to be like, um, are you sure? Right. So if you're sitting here, Mr. I'm running around on my wife, I have all these girlfriends, I'm doing all these things, blah, blah, whatever. But yet you're going to speak out against Ravi Zacharias? Okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay, like, YouTube commenters. Right. I get you have a leg to stand I get on it. then. But I, get I, it. I can guarantee you that's I not the case. I can guarantee so. you that's – and I'm not – that, that's not a form of pride. That's a part, That's a part, form of humility. That, that that's a means, form of saying, been and, there, done that. I did remove that long. And, so and the square. Lord truly has worked in my life because – that there was, I mean, it's been long before I even, you know, started e- even doing ministry that I lost any kind of, of thought, desire, any want towards any of that. It was long even before that. But even into ministry now, I mean, there's, you know, there's just, there's nothing of that there and there's no part of that 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 I want or is even a thought nor 
would I, I put myself in that position? And everybody says that that's the famous last words. Like, no, that's, you know, I mean, you know, if you, if the Lord, no, that's pretty legit. If, if, <laughs> if the Lord forgives at. you, you know, I can guarantee you that if somebody gets out of prison and is a true believer for murder, you know, they, they shot and killed a bunch of people like they're people. just going to like and they're truly forgiven. They're not just going to turn around and go murder a bunch of people like that's and like, just go. Oh, oh, oops. That was fun. Trick. Oops. You know, trick you like that. It's just not going to happen now. Whether, you know, people go, well, so are you saying that if a believer is truly forgiven and gets out of prison and murders people and, and, and murders somebody else that he couldn't be forgiven? Like, seriously, that's the, that's the next YouTube comment. I, I can I can just feel it now. It's like, it, come on, people. I can feel it now. That's so true, though. We can totally sense the. Yeah, it's just like, so are you? So are you saying? Like, please listen to the whole podcast. And that's kind of, um, you know, so so no, this is uh, I guess just wrapping up the fact of uh, that's absolutely not what I'm saying, but I I am bringing attention to this. I am saying that. No, it's not okay, and it's not okay to continue to think that that type of sin is okay, and that it's okay to continue in that type of way, or to even just say, you know what, let's just throw around grace and forgiveness like this. You know what? Even like me, if I like I just said, if if I oh, I accidentally end up in some chick's bed, and and I'm like, whoops, you know, no big you guys, no big guys, big like I. That I, I just I, I laugh about that now. I guarantee you it will be a big, so yeah, <laughs> no well, worries. Yeah, I mean, I, ch- I chuckle about that now, but I mean, from a, a, a serious standpoint, I mean, that's, um, you know, that, that that's just not going to happen. So you can't keep acting like these these things that come out. You can't assume that these people are are forgiven or you 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 can't assume that they're straight up in the first place you know i mean we always we we want to go at everything with the spirit of truth and the spirit of error judge that first john four i mean it's we test the spirits and this includes our teachers and 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 people like that that we see we don't want to um you know, put them under a microscope. And I think there's plenty of things that we don't do to teachers. Um, you know, I, I see it all the time. I mean, one of the things that bothers me, it's just like, okay, you're attempting to educate me with your bad theology. The problem is, is you're not understanding that. And, and I, I don't say this, but I'm like, okay, so I know these things. I, I know what you're trying to tell me. The problem is, is you're wrong and you don't know enough information to know these other things about it. You don't know these arguments. You don't know. And, and that's fine. But you shouldn't, you shouldn't, especially to somebody that, that teach it, you can rebuke them quietly if you think that they're uneducated or, or correct them in their theology or, or whatever else, if there's, you know, it's necessary. Um, but just because you you don't agree and and you think that you're educating somebody, it's just like keep your keep your opinion to yourself when a, a teacher is teaching. And there's 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 plenty of those those things that can you know, that can be true to be said. And I think that, um, you know, that's why even myself, I don't, I, I try and try to, 
as much as possible. But then there's things that do go biblically, uh, you know, against scripture. And those appear sometimes to be those issues that are either hateful or, or angry or, or whatever people perceive them as. Again, I can't. But we're told that. We're told that, hey, guess what? There are some sins that people are going to have that aren't the sins that lead to death, right? We are all going to have, I mean, I'm at some point today going to get you know, be angry, going to, you know, do something, you know what I mean? Like we're going to have things that we do that are not the right way to be right. And I'm going to have to ask for forgiveness and and repent and and do that. Right. We're going to have little things. There are the sins that people can have in their life that are not the sin that's going to lead them to death. Right. Sure. But then there are the sins that are right. And and I think that that's where we get confused sometimes because you have people who on one side who are like, Oh, sin's a sin. There's no sin that's worse than another. And it's like, well, to a degree, you see that, right? And you see Christ explaining that, like, hey, you may say I'm not a murderer because I haven't gone and slashed somebody's throat, but I hold hatred in my heart against these people. That's the same thing because you get down to the root cause of what it is. So maybe you're not acting out on these lustful feelings and thoughts that you have with said person, but it's the same thing as committing adultery because the root cause in the heart is still the same, right? So we're told that, yeah, there are some sins that people have and you just, if you believe they truly are a believer, you pray about it and you ask the Lord to convict them and, you know, whatever it might be and to work that out. But we're also told to righteously judge And so when you see someone who is a pastor, a shepherd of God's people, he's supposed to be, and his own ministry has had to confirm that absolutely these allegations are indeed true, this guy has a reach across the board. I mean, this is huge. And to say, yeah, guys, as Christians, we need to see what this is and walk away from it because that is very, very serious. That is not how a man of God or a follower of Christ just in general should behave in any way, shape or form. And it is indeed that serious. We absolutely do call that out. And this, and it's, yeah, I completely agree with that. And that's, you know, that was, I feel like these are all things that I said in the first part podcast about this but they are but again you'd have to actually listen to the podcast which they not don't just like like turn again, it on they, for 30 they listen to it with out. ears that they want to they spend hear. hours writing horrible comments and it's like if you would have just spent you know a fraction of that time listening to what we said but you know so the that was what the the second comment was and i guess you know i'm not going to read too many more but this one for people who don't want to attack him or to judge both commentators kept on doing just that Oh boy, there's those marks of those nest neo evangelicalism, right? People attack, dead judge, giveaway. all yeah. dead giveaway. All it's these sad stars. because it means when I think what really saddens us when we get these comments, it's not that like our feelings are hurt or anything like that. No, what saddens just, us I roll is my to eyes. see how much I, I the just, church has let the church down. It's, it is you sad. You see Satan's work in the church when you see people like this. It's like, unfortunately, the answer to all of these people's comments are you're biblically illiterate and you need to go spend time in scripture. And this person says, be careful. Remember, there but for the grace of god go i what he did was wrong sin a sinner under grace god will judge him perfectly um let me let me correct you and say that god will judge him more harshly okay this is judge this is james 3 1 okay this is this is and that's the 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 first point that i brought up in the in the first podcast 
Okay, James 3, 1, it's, it's regarding taming the tongue, but he says, Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. So that's exactly how God will judge him. And okay? that's terrifying. That's terrifying. And this is provi- you know, providing, and, and hopefully he got that judgment immediately, because if, if he got it immediately, that's a believer's judgment. So, I, you know, hopefully that would be the case. But see, the problem is, is he, James, what he's saying there is that, you know, you need to be able to control your tongue. You know, with such a small organ, you can do so uh, such, you know, a large amount of damage. Well, imagine somebody that can't control their sexual impulses and urges in reading that in the context of First Corinthians and what Paul was saying. Sexual immorality is a sin that a person, an immoral person, commits against his own body. Every other sin is done outside of the body. That's what Paul says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. So that's a big problem. I, I mean, that's a, that's, that's a huge problem. So once we read it in that context you put these these together and you can see is this isn't just oh we just forget it we don't talk about it we don't we don't we don't judge this we don't it's all grace anyway jesus who are you okay, again this is just this is just this this unbiblically ignorant parroted theology you keep repeating all of that is true, and it's not, it's not about legalism and the law, and, and it's not about any of that. But you just can't abuse, like, you just can't put this on like a cheap jacket. Like, it's, you, you can't keep doing that. As Paul says in, in 1 Corinthians 6.20, you were bought with a price. Your body is that you were bought with a price. And that was the blood of Christ. And the, his whole point was that in, in chapter 5, a chapter before, that sexual immorality defiles the whole church. So this isn't, this is something, this is something that's ridiculous to just say these things to. And these people that comment these just ridiculous things, I, I, it's like, stop. Pray that you grow in maturity in your walk, because commenting these things it, it it's it's foolish. It, it's every single day I, I I get some sort of of comment or, or email or something that I'm just like, this is extremely foolish. You know I've I've yet to get. A few, a few small ones, but I have yet to get a legitimate rebuke from somebody. It's, it's all of this feelings, and then all of these, um, you know, verses thrown out at you that are completely out of context. 
so you know, I mean, I, I I urge people not to just throw verses out there if they have no idea what they're talking about. Not that that is going to change anything, but I mean these these just ridiculous comments. It's like, come on, we we can't keep acting like sin isn't sin, and we need to recognize it. That's this American gospel. That's the problem with the world today. One of one of the many. Yeah. <laughs> the it's not just not speak, just yeah. one, but it's one of but many. But it's an important one, though. Oops, so, I guess that will wrap up the Ridiculous Comments podcast. That was more just kind of, I guess, suppose a response. I, I, I kind of had it going a little bit different uh, in my head when I wanted to do this with, with responding to these. But, um, you know, of course, a serious conversation has to be had when we're talking about these things and just keep getting these, these um, same comments that we get in about you know judging and, and all these things so it was time to to finally do some sort of response on this so uh, I, I know we'll be back with more podcasts in the reading ridiculous comments and reading this this American gospel and, and kind of exposing more of this I know we'll do more in that uh, that direction too so look out for those all stuff to come. Yep. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. See you next time.